Can you hear me? So we're going to do this next uh, practice of metta. And uh, how many of you do not know what metta is? Okay. So metta is a uh, Pali word um, that translated is uh, often translated into two words, loving kindness. Um, I like to maybe evoke the quality of maybe goodwill or the quality of friendliness, of a universal kind of friendliness, uh, or maybe even respect. So this is a quality that we can cultivate, and um, I look at it as both fruit and uh, practice. Just like in the Eightfold Path, um, we have these path factors, and they also result in these factors as we practice with them. So that they, as they mature, they become part of our repertoire. They become uh, a little bit of how we are in the world. So if we practice right speech, that our speech becomes infused with that. So as we practice metta, I'm gonna change this around. As we practice metta, then we start to um, live that way, where we start to um, engage with the world in that same way, with that same quality. And um, I like to also think that it's important in our practice um, because this idea of meeting whatever we encounter with some friendliness or some goodwill counters our, maybe our tendency or our habit towards aversion. So that, um, and one of the things that can happen is, is that we encounter something in our life or someone in our life and we experience perhaps other qualities, other uh, qualities like maybe some fear or maybe some apprehension, maybe some sense of uh, ill will. And so cultivating metta is a way that helps us to keep our hearts open to the whatever the experience is or whoever that is so that we can meet them in an intimate way. Our practice of mindfulness is about actually being quite intimate with our experience. It's to meet our experience as it is. So if there's something that's challenging or difficult, it can be really hard to meet that if there's aversion or if there's some kind of resistance. And so metta is this way of softening the heart, opening the heart, to make space for even that which is difficult. So it's not just for everything that's easy, but it's also to meet whatever we encounter with some goodwill or some kind will, um, rather than with uh, aversion or ill will. So um, I'll say a few more words before we start. Um, sometimes it can be challenging um, to start with ourselves because sometimes, uh, you know, having kindness for ourselves isn't in our rep repertoire or maybe our culture tends to orient us in a different way. So to start, I'm going to 
ask you to bring to mind something or someone that is easy to have goodwill toward, easy to have affection for. So it could be the image of a small baby animal or a baby, something that doesn't have a lot of baggage but is just easy to evoke warm feelings of kindness and tenderness. And from there, I'll kind of navigate you through um, the terrain. How's that? So just to start, find a posture that helps you to be at ease. A posture that's not collapsed because it's the afternoon and you might get very sleepy if you allow the posture to collapse, but a posture that helps you to be at ease because it's helpful to not have pain in the body that we're resisting while we're trying to evoke these qualities of tenderness or warmth. And so just to start, maybe bring to mind, oh, actually, before we do that, I'll invite you to, if it's helpful, to take a deep breath or two, just to allow yourself to arrive, to settle. And also, if there's any sense of apprehension, to evoke any quality of safety, any image that may make you feel comfortable and safe. So that we can access that part of our heart that is willing to open. And then bring to mind some image, some loved one that is easy for you to evoke some quality of warmth, of kindness, of care, of tenderness. And if it's helpful, you can Bless you. Imagine that loved one in front of you. And for some of you who may not, where imagery may not work, just to get a felt sense, whatever that might be, of that being. And as you breathe, just notice that as you breathe in, the heart expands. That heart space gets bigger. And as you exhale, that heart space relaxes. And so begin to notice any qualities of warmth or tenderness, of kindness in that heart space as you breathe. And as you bring that image or felt sense to mind of this easy to love or easy to have kind feelings for this loved one. And if it's helpful we can offer these phrases silently in our own minds, in our own hearts for this loved one. May you be happy. Allow that phrase to perhaps settle into the heart space. Notice maybe what it feels like to offer that wish. 
bringing awareness to any quality of warmth or kindness. Imagine perhaps that that warmth or kindness in the heart is like a candle flame or like a light that radiates outwards. May you be safe. Again, notice how that lands in the heart space. Notice any warmth, tenderness, goodwill. Again, imagining that as a light that radiates out from the heart. (laughs) May you have well-being Silently repeating that phrase if it's helpful or letting that phrase find its way into your heart. Focusing on the qualities of warmth and tenderness, kindness, goodwill. Allowing that light to radiate from your heart in all directions. May you have ease. Again, just connecting with the heart space, the felt sense in the body. Imagine this wish going out to your loved one. And this quality of metta is something that we offer through a path of generosity without any expectation of a result. It's really to open our own hearts And just as if we give a gift, we have no idea how it will be received, but we give it out of our own kind heart. And so recognizing that we can offer these wishes to a loved one. That we might even be able to offer these same wishes for ourselves. And if it's hard to offer it to your adult self, imagine yourself as a child and seeing yourself as this child offering these same kind wishes. 
May you be happy. May you be safe. May you have well-being. May you be at ease. We can offer that to our childhood self. And notice that perhaps there's a little resistance. To allow that to also be known and to be held with spaciousness. We don't have to force anything to happen. We don't have to make whatever arises go away that isn't metta. But we can make space for it to be known and to be held with care. With the intention toward kindness. And so then, imagining yourself now just as you are, allowing and accepting yourself as you are, without judgment, and seeing if it's possible to offer these phrases for yourself. May I be happy. May I be safe. May I have well-being. May I be at ease. Paying attention to any qualities of tenderness, of kindness, of goodwill. Allowing for and making it okay if other emotions arise. Holding it all in the space of kindness and goodwill. Connecting to the heart space and just noticing as you breathe in, the heart space expands. As you breathe out, the heart space relaxes. Plenty of space to allow and accept whatever's arising. And then expand your awareness to recognize or to bring into your awareness the presence of everyone here in the hall, in this building. 
perhaps to connect with the fact that all of us here wish to be happy. All of us here wish for safety. All of us here would like well-being. All of us would like to be at ease. So imagine as you breathe in and breathe out, offering these wishes to each other in the hall, in the retreat center. May we be happy. May we be safe. May we have well-being. May we be at ease. Again, just noticing the heart space, noticing the felt sense, noticing any quality of kindness or warmth or tenderness or goodwill. Imagine that it's like a light in the center of your heart that radiates outwards, letting it fill your body, and then letting it continue outward like the light of the sun that shines on all beings without discrimination. And the sun doesn't choose to only shine on some people. It shines on all beings. Imagining, connecting to that heart space of kindness, of goodwill. Offering these wishes out to the entire world, to those who may be suffering, to those who may be in need just as we wish to be happy. May all beings be happy. Just as we wish to be safe. May all beings be safe. Just as we wish for well-being for ourselves, may all beings have well-being.
And just as we wish to have ease, may all beings have ease. Allowing yourself to connect to that heart space that wishes well for all beings. Allowing and accepting everyone just as they are. Holding them with friendly goodwill. With kind respect. Staying with the heart sense, the heart quality of metta. I'd like to read you a poem by Humid Safi called Walls Around Hearts. There are walls, gates, borders, and barriers all around. Gated communities. Walls and barriers that divide not just nations, but families that find themselves on both sides of a wall. Some think those walls keep them safe. Others no different. Their tears revealing how these same walls cut them off from loved ones on the other side of the walls. There are walls and borders and barriers inside us. So many of us have fronts, masks, barriers, walls to guard the vulnerability of our own hearts. We put the inner core of our heart safely hidden behind these walls. We ourselves are great carvers of personas. We are the great mask artists hiding our tender hearts behind these walls. We think these walls keep us safe. Somehow we haven't learned the walls we hide behind keep us from being loved, keep anyone from reaching us. May we see the walls between our hearts come down. May we see the walls between our communities come down. May we see the walls between our nations come down. We have to be more noble to each other than Joshua at the gates of Jericho. When those walls came down, 
no one was spared but Rahab, the prostitute. Somehow we have to give each other the trust that when the walls come down, each wounded soul will be cherished, honored, loved. We have confused strength with impenetrability. We have lost sight of how there is power and strength in being vulnerable. We've forgotten about how the most beautiful and powerful people in the world are those who stand there, vulnerable, willing to lower their walls, risking enough to be hurt. It's not about foolishness and being reckless with one's heart, but with knowing that no one is an island unto themselves. We want not to be hurt. We need to be loved. We cannot be loved from behind walls. Here is what our wounded soul is crying behind the walls of our hearts. Tell me, show me that you love me enough to be vulnerable. Tell me that you love you enough to be open to my love. We're coming to the latter part of our day here, toward the end. Um, it's time we'd love to hear from you again. So I think that there is enough time and uh, moderate enough of us here that we can pass the mic around. It would really be lovely to just hear everyone's name and where you're from and, you know, at least uh, get a sense of who's here and um, if you feel like it, you could offer a sentence or two, you know, maybe something that stands out for you in the program or today, or maybe something you heard about how to carry your practice forward. It might be helpful just to take a minute to resolve, you know, I'm going to uh, take a breath before I pick up the phone or something. And maybe saying it out loud will help you remember to do it. So uh, anything you'd like to offer, or simply your name is fine, so be, you know, less than a minute or so, please. And uh, yeah, we have 40 minutes, right? We have a little thing we want to do at the end, so one more thing, two, two more little things, but anyway. <coughs> so uh, we can pass this mic around. <laughs> Just so I know it. <laughs> um, I'm Sigal. I'm from Portola Valley. Um, I really, really enjoyed uh, this program. It, it meant a lot to me. I um, wasn't familiar with the Eightfold Path before, and um, I learned a lot. It's 
there's there's still a long way to go, <laughs> but um, it was it was wonderful. Thank you. I'm Ellen from um, Santa Barbara, and um, I'm still in meta space. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if I have anything specific to say. Just that that um, this program was really fruitful, and I learned a lot. And um, I think that's it for now. I'm Cece. I'm from Santa Barbara also. Um, I would like to compliment the huge number of people that were involved in putting this program together to come up with it. Uh, when I first came to Buddhism and I listened, it was over my head. It was too much. I'd read a book, I'd read too much, and it would just empty out. So to have the pacing of one of the pathways per month was phenomenal to really concentrate on something and not fuss about the other ones for a while. It wasn't until later I realized they were all kind of mixing in there, but um, I just thank everybody for that, to have re multiple reading options, um, Gil's talks, the, the daily tasks or questions that he came up with, um, the Kalyanamita or the, the Dharma Buddy. There's just been so much that this has gone together into such a huge and fruitful program for me and I think everybody had anything to do with it. My name is Eileen and I, um, I live in Ventura but I am also part of the Open Door Sangha in Santa Barbara and uh, I just have to ditto what Cece said. It's just been such an awakening for me my practice has just um, just blossomed with the mentor, with the readings, with my Dharma buddies. Um, I've been fortunate enough to have one Dharma buddy and then also four of us that are Dharma buddies. So I was meeting weekly with Dharma buddies besides my practice and the readings and everything. And it, it's just been uh, an incredible gift and I thank you all. Uh, I'm Kristen. I'm from Redwood Shores, and um, I think I've I've actually made an awful lot of changes in my life this year since I started this, and um, it's been really nice. And I think the biggest takeaway I have is the the not to not know to take a minute and try to understand what's really going on and apply you know the things that we've learned. And um, I I found out I don't know nearly as much as I think I do. So. <laughs> Which way? Hi, I'm Maureen, and I live in Stanford. And this program has been amazing. It's um, taught me so much and has really deepened my practice a lot. Uh, especially when I thank my mentor, who has been so fantastic, Judy. Um, and then everyone, all the teachers that uh, uh, have given their time to, to us. It's been fantastic. Thank you. Um, I'm Fiona and I live in Menlo Park and uh, this day has really been very special. I just want to thank you very much. This was a wonderful ending. My name is Janine and I live in San Francisco and Fiona was my mentor and she's fabulous and I want to thank her and also to everybody who put this up together. Um, I think for me the thing that it hasn't really been emphasized that much but for me I think I, I got a finally got, got some sense that there was a lot of impermanence to things and um, that has helped to be a lot. Hi my name is Peter and I live on Belmont in, in Belmont on the peninsula and um, also, I'd like to express my gratitude and thanks to our teachers, mentors, mentees, and everyone for their practice in this program. Uh, in this program, I continue to, to see um, 
how important to the practice wise letting go is letting go of walls and barriers, letting go of the things we cling and grasp to, grasp and are averse to. My name is Anne. I live in Berkeley and I practice in Redwood City. Uh, I, I can't remember your name, but what you said about the Sangha, I thought it was really true. Like it's a very deep form of friendship. Thank you. I'm Krista and I live in Menlo Park and I'm also just very, um, I have a lot of gratitude for the program and everyone involved. Uh, it's been a great opportunity. Hi, uh, I'm Kristen, uh, also from Menlo Park. Um, I, I'd also like to express my gratitude for this program. It's coincided with a, a number of um, kind of big changes in my life, and I feel like in some ways it's been kind of an anchor, something to come back to, to, to the practice, to the teachings. Um, and so, yeah, thank you for that. Hi, my name is Edna. Is the microphone working? Okay, great. I am deeply grateful for this program and Chris, my mentor, very, very grateful. It was a wonderful program and I'm really looking forward to being able to integrate meditation into my daily life. Thank you. Uh, my name's Anne from Palo Alto, and um, it's been a great program. All the different aspects came together for me, and appreciate um, Chris as my mentor. Learned a lot. Thank you. My name is Sherry, and I come from Redwood City. And I always knew that there was some learning to do there, but I never understood that it was actually available. And I was, you know, winding my way around, and all of a sudden it came to me at one point, you know, there's, there's teachings here. And what a, what a relief. What a relief. And I feel like I've just started the first circle of many circles, learning this over and over and over. For me, it's a spiral, hopefully up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. My name is Navi from uh, San Mateo. I'm going to pay homage to the Buddha first and thank Chris and the panel and the teachers here for their guidance and wisdom. Thank you. The path is long, but every day it gets clearer for me. Thank you. My name is Rain, and I'm from Redwood Shores. And again, I'd like to offer you my deepest gratitude on putting this program together and the wonderful speakers at our meetings who shared that the wisdom that they had so joyfully. I've learned a lot from the speakers. And uh, my mind has, has become bigger and more patient and I'm surprised at, uh, I'm actually surprised at the compassion I'm showing to people that I hadn't before. My name is Lorinda. I live in Alameda, and um, I just want to say how, again, like a lot of other people have, how um, much I've enjoyed the program and how just well constructed it is. Every aspect of the program was a support. The the small group discussions, the weekly meetings, the week, the, the the monthly, the th what, whatever came in the email, all of that. Um, my mentor, every aspect of it, and um, and today, thank you very much for all of today. Uh, my name is John from Santa Barbara. And I was in the uh, somewhat odd position of being both a mentor and a student of the Eightfold Path down there. And uh, sometimes it was uh, hard to tell whether I was being a mentor or a student. It's a very fine line between the two. So I think what I'd like to offer is that um, all the students um, honor their inner mentor and all the mentors welcome their inner students. Hi, my name is Claire and I'm from Santa Barbara. And I just want to thank everybody. It's been 
a life-changing experience, I think, for me. And I look forward to more. And I really love this place. And I can't wait to figure out how I can come back and win. So thank you. My name is Judy. I live in Burlingame. When I first read Bhikkhu Bodhi's book, I thought if I had only one book in the world, this one could be it. It is a little heavy, but it's so thorough and it's so reasonable. I enjoyed the monthly meetings and all our conversations that we had in Redwood City very much. And I just appreciate today very much also. I'm Pam from San Francisco, and um, I also uh, love the structure of this program. It was incredibly well-structured. Um, um, just everything was well, well, well done. Um, and the piece in the um, a path that I'm focusing on is right effort and um, uh, wholesome uh, states. Uh, I'm attempting to foster. <laughs> and the unwholesome states attempting to not foster. <laughs> so that's, that's what I'm focusing on. And I wanted to give a uh, kind of a shout out to a mentor uh, uh, that w I wasn't here in the Bay Area. Uh, we did it by Skype, and I, I was quite upset when I first got <laughs> notified that I, I didn't have a mentor in the area, and it worked out so beautifully uh, that we did it by Skype, and uh, uh, it, it was just wonderful that, that we worked together uh, in that way, and um, it can be done in any, any way, and uh, uh, it was just lovely. So thank you very much for the whole program and everyone that participated. Thank you so much. Oh, my name is Beverly. I'm from Albuquerque. And my mentor knows that I can normally not stop talking, except when I'm invited to say something. <laughs> and then I draw a blank. So <laughs> it's been a wonderful program. Thank you. Hi, I'm Killian. I'm from Modesto. Lori is my teacher and the light on my life and down my pathway. And I enjoy this very much. Um, I had no idea how complex it was, and it's just getting more and more complex, and I'm really enjoying it. Thank you. Hi, I'm Linda. I live in San Carlos. And I wanted to thank Chris and Kim and all of the teachers that have been involved in the Eightfold Path program. Um, I've learned a great deal, but I also realize how much um, more I have to learn. And I especially want to um, comment on the value of the mentor element of the program. It was very helpful, meant a lot to me at a time in my life when I've been exploring something pretty difficult. So thank you very much. I'm Judy, and I'm from San Francisco. and. Um, you know, I've heard a number of people say that this was an amazing program, which I, I agree with. I think it's quite wonderful, and it's gotten more so, I think, each time that it, it happens because there are more details that are refined. But I want to mention something that was mentioned earlier when we were talking about where do we go next, and there was some mention of the Dharma practice days that occur at IMC, and this Eightfold Path program started as Dharma practice days. And then it was given again about a few years later as Dharma practice days. And then a few years later, it was about to happen again. And thank goodness some of the Sangha decided, Let, let's make this available to more people. So um, thank you to everyone who's had a piece in it, whether it's as a student or as a mentor or as both. And um, I would say I'm grateful for this being in community, all of us together, and particularly, I love that this is a gradual path. You know, it's like a really good book that you don't want to have end. Well, it doesn't end. This is great. Thank you. My name is Liz, and I live in San Jose. And I'm just feeling uh, very, I'm very grateful for all of the teaching and the program, but I'm particularly touched by the mentees. Um, sometimes I, I don't think you realize how generous it is to enter a program like this and be a mentee and share, um, not only individually, but in these groups. It teaches your mentor and everybody else as much as 
you're learning maybe even more. So thank you for your generosity. I'm Mimsy uh, from Modesto. And Lori is my teacher and my mentor. And I'm so grateful to her. My life has um, been some tremendous changes in the last couple of years. And I'm so thankful for that. And I'm really um, thankful for this program. And I feel that I'm just learning how to take advantage of it. And I'm going to do your thought about the bookends and revisit the Eiffel Path. That would be one way to do it. So thank you. Hi. My name is Anna um, from San Jose. Um, I think this program is a really good program for beginners. Um, it gives a really great overview of um, the practice. So, um, you know, have I found this <laughs> when I first started I would have been less lost uh, <laughs> so it's really great it's a really good overview and it's something that you can just keep falling back on so thank you I'm Michal I live in Menlo Park and I practice in Redwood City at IMC uh, I have experienced growth this year and I've also become aware of it, which was cool. Um, there are going to be a lot of transitions in my life, and I feel I'm better equipped to deal with them and more open to whatever is going to come. Thank you. Um, hi, my name is Casey, and I just want to say kind of I agree with everyone, ditto, and <laughs> that um, I have so much gratitude for the practice and the Eightfold Path program and the teachers everybody involved and I have such gratitude and appreciation for my mentor Chris Clifford I've just learned so much and um, yeah I think I just feel very um, I feel very blessed I feel very thankful thanks guys hi I'm Rebecca I live in San Mateo um, and practice in Redwood City and I'm just very grateful both to everybody who put together the program to Judy my mentor um, and to also, also to everybody else who is, who is a mentee, who is practicing, because I often feel very alone in stumbling through the path. And it's so nice to practice with so many other people who are, who are on the same path. Thank you. I'm Marcy. I try to practice wherever I am. I get to IMC whenever I can, which isn't often enough. Um, but when I do, I wonder why it took me so long to get back. I really appreciate the uh, structured approach to the Dharma that this program offers. I did it twice on Dharma practice days and then did something else. And um, the consistency um, and the varieties of support offered um, have really made a difference in um, strengthening my practice. So thank you. Hi, my name is Gina, and I'm from Santa Barbara. And the program has really been helpful to me. Um, just re reflecting back over the last nine, ten months, um, there's been many aha moments that I've gone just, oh, <laughs> just because of what I'm learning. And um, it's been making a big difference in how I relate to whatever might be going on. And so there's a shift in my whole approach and I, I like it a lot so I want to thank you very much for all of it. Hi my name is Tanya. This last eight month I, when I signed up for the Eightfold Path I'm like how I'm gonna this is a difficult commitment for me I don't know I'll make it all those th thoughts in my head and uh, and I, it just really really went very quickly, I didn't miss anything. I stayed uh, with my homework, and I have learned so many things now. And I can I can look at life and practice uh, what I learned each day. And especially the structure of the program is amazing. How much effort has gone behind, and how many people involved. So I would uh, just say thanks to each and everyone who's been uh, been part of the program. 
uh, and uh, uh, I think it will be great to continue this program for other people. So thank you. I'm Shelley from uh, Palo Alto, and um, I'm an Eightfold Path alumnus. <laughs> so I didn't do this round, but I've done it in the past. And um, but I did have the rare opportunity to be in an Eightfold Path study group with Chris, and it was really, really um, full of meta, I guess I would say. And um, what I'm taking away today is a little more compassion for the people I love in my life and myself. Hi, my name is Jim. I'm from uh, Mountain View. I wanted to second what John and what Liz said about being a mentor and, and uh, the mentor-mentee relationship. And uh, I've been a mentor now for the, the last three rounds, and hopefully next year I'll get to be a mentee. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to particularly thank Chris. I've, I've really seen how much effort she put into the organizing it and getting the teachers and everything else. So um, I wanted to particularly thank Chris and also all the other teachers, Kim and Laurie and Shelley and, and the others who have um, stepped up during the year. I will say one thing. Um, also on the topic of, of, you know, how to deepen practice and how to continue, um, you know, Jim and Liz and um, John actually spoke about this, but, but in doing either mentoring or in service or in any kind of activity that supports the Sangha, there's there's this wonderful thing that happens in community that we learn from one another. And I think I, I want to really highlight that because sometimes you think, oh, I'm just coming to this program and it's just me. But actually, there's this shared wisdom that comes out and all, each one of you contributes to that. You know, when you arrive and you're there and you participate, something very magical ar arises out of that and we learn from one another because we're also on that eightfold path <laughs> and, and we're also doing this in a cyclical kind of way. I mean, this is, this is a part of, of um, you know, it's, it's not only just an overview, but it's, it's really the foundation. It's, it's both the advanced and the beginning. <laughs> and, and so you don't ever like outgrow it. You know, sometimes you think, oh, there's something better. <laughs> but, but this is it. This is it. The Eightfold Path is, is the whole part of this practice. And, and so to not underestimate that, you know, to, to really appreciate that this is a way of living. It's not just sitting on the cushion doing this, but it's also how we interact in our relationships, in the world, in what we do. And if we use that as a, as a guide, if we use that and infuse our lives with that and make it actually our life, that it has so much potential and so much depth to it. Um, so that's what I want to say. Well, this has been just a, an amazing year for me. I'm so grateful to all of you and so freshly inspired by the Dharma and how how it works. It's just so wonderful to see it working in, you know, other people's lives. I, it's just every month I'm so inspired to come and hear, you know, what's going on with the people that I'm working with and just what's happening. And it, it works. And it, you know, as I see it working for each one of you, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, I can put some more into this and learn some more and you know, get a little more traction on some of these paths. <laughs> and uh, so it's really, it's really great. And I'd just like to thank Gil, who of course created this program and is the, the 
part of it in many ways, and uh, and the Buddha. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, we have a few more um, things we'd like to do in a in somewhat of a choreographed way. <laughs> uh, so we need to clear this room so that it can be cleaned for 